Thank you for calling the Supernatural Protection Company. May I have your name, preferred pronouns, and policy number? Michael Porter, he, him, policy number four dollar dollar H47 Sigma. All right, Mr. Porter, how may I help you? Yeah, I'm calling because the online claim filer wasn't working. I see. For which type of coverage were you attempting to file an insurance claim? I have this online store called The Watering Hole, and I got featured on the official The Corporation fan page. So I got a bunch of new orders because my stuff is awesome, but like five times now packages have been damaged by a stupid monster. And how damaged were these packages? Apparently bad enough that I had to replace it, which is total bull. I mean, why am I on the hook? Because someone lives in a bad area. Are all delicate or easily breakable goods being properly wrapped and protected? For normally foreseeable shipping risks, that is. Uh, I don't know. Probably. I'm not the one sending the stuff out. That crap's done by my manufacturer or whatever. And whenever they send stuff to me, it's fine. Alright. Can you tell me a bit more about the situation? I mean, you watch the corporation, right? You know, the witty secretary and the guy who's always playing pranks and the lovable screw-up boss. Anyway, what most people don't get is how much deeper it is than that. I mean, I noticed right away, but I had to explain some of the really intellectual stuff to my friends. And they were totally impressed. Greatest show ever made, and most people don't even know why, but that's where I come in with my shop and my podcast. I see. So, your business sells slogans and artwork related to this show? No, uh, you don't get it either. What I do is clever and witty, but subversive, because I take those moments from the show that everyone just mindlessly quotes and really help elevate how people see it. Like, nobody was talking about how Sam is the perfect critique of the girl next door archetype until I brought it up in episode 46 of my podcast. I'm kind of a big deal in the community. Right. So, to confirm, you are calling to inquire about the package protection policy for goods you are shipping out for this store? Well, yeah. I tried to fill out the stupid online claims form, which took forever. But none of the options matched, so I said, other. And then it told me I had to just call customer service. Do you at least have all that dumb info I had to put in? Ah, uh, I'm very sorry, but in cases where that form cannot be completed for the reason you've stated, it is not attached to your customer record. So I do still need you to explain the full situation to me so I can help you get this taken care of. Dude, seriously? That's so stupid. Your system sucks. I mean, really, is a spectral tornado or mimic substitution that much more common than a freaking cryptid? You would be surprised how often everything on that list happens, particularly depending on the part of the world the incident occurred. But you said that a cryptid was involved, is that correct? Yeah, at least according to the delivery driver who saw it happen. Right. And what area of the world has this been happening in? The Midwest. As in the Midwestern United States? Duh. And. Do you have any description of the cryptid in question? I understand that you were not the witness, but 
Any information will help us determine the outcome of this claim. Wait, are you saying my shop might not even be covered for this? What am I even paying you guys for? My apologies for poor phrasing, Mr. Porter. What I mean is that package protection claims are typically reliant on evidence and some follow-up investigation to determine their validity. Unfortunately, due to the very nature of cryptid class beings, it is often difficult to fulfill either of these. However, depending on the area and or the cryptid themselves, we still have options. For example, as a society, we are familiar with the area in which the Mothman operates. So if multiple claims came in saying that Mothman has been stealing West Virginian mail, that would line up geographically. However, it would not be in line with standard behaviors, so we would still need to do some investigation to verify the veracity of those claims. So with that in mind, any potentially identifying information you can share with us might be vital to seeing your claim through. I guess I understand that, but I'm not sure why I have to be responsible for all this stuff. I guess this is what I get for being so popular. What can you do? So do you have any kind of description for the cryptid that the delivery person witnessed? Oh, uh, yeah. Definitely bug-like. Had some kind of wings, I think they said. Also, the word chirping was definitely in there. Big thing, too, apparently. But that's kind of all I know. Does that match anything well enough that I can get this over with? Apologies, we customer service agents cannot be briefed in detail on every supernatural entity or possibility. So while I personally cannot share any insights on whether this is a known cryptid, I will ensure this information is passed on to a specialist that can. So all of this, and you still can't even tell me that I'm covered. Even if it were a recognizable being, there would still be an investigation phase. The only exception to this is if we had already verified multiple nearly identical claims in the past. What a waste of time. I will be passing all of this along to our cryptid investigation department, who will follow up on this report. With that in mind, any additional information you can provide to us will be very helpful, particularly more specifics surrounding where this has been happening and which company is responsible for delivering your shop's goods in that area. Yeah, whatever. I'll try to find something, I guess. Does this mean I have to call you again? Things will be able to move more quickly if you were to get back to us with that information sooner, but we will also be following up with you if we don't hear back within a week. Fine. Fine. In that case, is there anything else I can help you with? No. Of course he's that rude. Okay, before we go over the notes for the case and next steps, I have to look up this shop. Oh my god, this crap is terrible. Is this guy serious? Oh no, is that Comic Sans? And why is this shirt just clip art in like five different fonts? I'm starting to think the cryptid might have x-ray vision and was performing a public service. (sighs) I can't keep looking at this. I'm going to lose my mind. Okay, okay. 
actual notes for this case. It became increasingly clear to me during the call that Mr. Porter has no apparent control over the specifics of product handling. It would seem that he never actually had the goods himself, apart from some samples, and instead orders from his shop go to some other party that takes care of manufacturing or storing the goods. Then the items are shipped directly to the consumer through whichever company they prefer to work with. Something else Mr. Porter did not know. He says he will get back to us on that, but I would not be surprised if he didn't. So I'm setting a reminder on his account for someone to reach out to him next week and follow up on getting that information. Someone who isn't me, because I do not think I could handle talking to him again. We'll need that info at some point regardless, but in the meantime, we need to consult with the legal department to figure out who is actually on the hook here. I don't know enough about these online marketplace type sites to know whether they would be liable, though I am aware we partner with them to provide this package protection. But there is a possibility that this customer has broken the terms and services agreement with that site by never having goods in hand himself, and we can't really move forward without clearing that up, regardless of whether we can confirm the cryptid's existence or involvement. As far as that part of the investigation is concerned, I am forwarding this case to the cryptid department, and they'll sort out which agent has the necessary expertise to move this claim forward in the process. Whether or not this customer can get compensated, it is obviously important for us to have as much understanding of the situation as possible. If this is indeed happening, then we can assume other people in the area are having trouble and could use some assistance whether or not we are covering their packages with our policy offerings. I think that covers it. <laughs> it's a good thing I don't watch whether his show he was talking about, because he has preemptively made me want to hate it. This episode of The Supernatural Protection Company was based on a concept by Kyle Sowa and performed by Kyle Sowa and Safta Something. It was written and produced by Safta Something, with cover art by Ash Letty. If you like the show, or have your own supernatural issues and need advice, let us know by tweeting at the SPC Podcast. And check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash something for early episodes and bonus content. Leave us a review on your podcast platform of choice, and recommend us to your friends. Who knows? They may need our help.